Hi guys, welcome back to Coping Together. I'm Prashasti. And I'm Shreya. And today we have a really special guest with us. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Namjita. Um, I'm in my third year of architecture school. And uh, I like to sing and bake and overshare on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so today... This episode is actually a continuation of the first episode we did on coping together. Because Shreya and I's journeys were very similar. We didn't feel like we gave the topic the diversity and inclusion that we hoped to give it. Which is why we thought we'd continue the episode with a guest today. Which is why we have Namrata with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I was listening to your first episode. And I think it's really cool what you guys are putting together. Thank you so much. That's so nice. (laughs) We're like super depressed. I mean, we were. And we used to talk to each other about all of our shit before. And it was like, guys, we could do something with this. And we decided, let's overshare on the internet. Let's people know, let people know that we're not okay. So, no, actually, I think it's it's really important that, um, especially at a time like this, that we're just there for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think any sort of medium that allows you to do that, I think is a wonderful yeah. opportunity. Yeah. 100%. So I guess we can start. So the first thing we wanted to kind of talk about um, and discuss with you is what do the terms eating disorders and disordered eating with food, well, with food only, um, yeah. mean to you? Um, so for me, I see, uh, at least the way I've understood it for myself and my body is when food becomes more than what it's supposed to mean when it starts taking over mm-hmm. more aspects of my life than just you know like mm-hmm, so this yeah. could be whether it's mentally physically even so uh, I do believe and that this is something that I've learned very recently that food doesn't have to be more than uh, nutrition yeah uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a coping mechanism it doesn't have to be something that I resort to when I'm stressed or anxious or anything um you know, mm-hmm. of that sort. And I feel like that's how I started recognizing that, that that to me was disordered eating because it wasn't eating for nutrition. It wasn't eating to be healthy. It was just eating for many more reasons, you know, whether it's stress, anxiety, mm-hmm. like happiness, like whatever it is. So I think that's how I would associate a de- an eating disorder when it starts, when food starts to control more of your life than it's supposed to. And I think you guys had mentioned this in the first episode, but you said, you know, like you, you, you are in control of your food and not the other way around. And I think it, it is when that switch happens that, I think, uh, I think that's what an eating disorder uh, mm-hmm. means to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we have a very similar understanding of what an eating disorder is. So what would you say your relationship with your body and your food has been like over the years? Um, so growing up, I at least when I was at, up until like middle school, I don't particularly remember thinking about food a lot. It mm-hmm. was just something that happened as part of my day just like most other activities but it was somewhere around middle school uh when I was you know when I just hit puberty and I started I had started gaining more weight than I had previously mm-hmm. and that's when the comments started and that's when I was like oh, do I need to eat food like this is not this, 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 it just felt like there was more to just eating food like um like that was consuming more areas of my life and I feel like that's when uh I started that, I think that's where like an unhealthy relationship with it started Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I also feel like um, it started getting worse progressively, like as like even if I wasn't doing very well mentally, 
so i feel like that's when it started to like i would just resort to food because it was easy to mm-hmm. like if i was having a bad day instead of thinking about ways to make it better i would just be like okay i'm going to go get myself a snickers bar like it just mm-hmm. like that's just how i used to think about it constantly mm-hmm. and um it was until very recent and i didn't even realize that's a problem because i feel like uh, it's pretty normalized to just eat a bunch of junk like all the time like yeah. nobody tries to start. like they'll just be like we oh, have a good time like nobody even tries to understand that it's not healthy to be eating like that all the time mm-hmm. especially uh, in the start of the pandemic i feel like it got much worse because uh i would eat like chocolate ice cream every day and i didn't even have an like i didn't even have like an explanation for why i would do it <laughs> it was like <laughs> clockwork i it, it was i wasn't even hungry like i would just do it i'd be like okay like the day is over like my classes are over i'm going to get myself chocolate ice cream which is okay yeah. which is not a bad thing to do like that's not what i'm trying to say yeah but there yeah. was no control over it like i'd reached a stage where i didn't i didn't even know what was going in my body like i would just eat as much junk as i wanted to and mm-hmm. um, do you think that comes from a point of like or like a place of feeling of eternal doom because you're like well the world's coming to an end might as well just go ahead and do whatever i want <laughs> Absolutely you know I 100% I feel like it it is coming from a place where I'm not mentally okay with like the food that I'm like the relationship that I have with food like mm-hmm. I would get upset if like like you know I'd go home and ask my mom what's made for dinner if it was something I like like it would affect me like I'd be like oh my oh, god like, yeah. I don't want to eat that like I really want yeah. something else and um and that's when I started realizing like what a dangerous relationship I have built up with food at that point and mm-hmm. um and it's just small things you know like you you're going out sometimes you just want to have a good time like you you, you overeat and then people make comments about it mm-hmm. and then that stresses you out and the next time you're like okay now, now I'm not going to eat like it's never just like yeah. it, it's just never in control uh it, it, it yeah. was never in control i mean so i think that's uh so yeah it has been kind of rocky but it, it's definitely getting uh much better recently so that's mm-hmm. good yeah no i really understand that like all our outings had always been decided on the fact about where are you going because you have to eat a certain thing and you're either mm-hmm. going to eat way too much or you're not going to eat anything at all because of what your previous outing was like yeah and you would and plan your never... outfits around yeah. that oh yeah, yeah. it is never oh, just sure. about you know like going out and having a good time at a friends you're like i'm going to eat a lot i'm going to take a jacket and go and you know mm-hmm. yeah Very and you know that's what how normalized it really hard is i feel like all our plans i don't know if this is just me but i feel like a lot of plans just revolve around food like, yeah <laughs> like mm-hmm. anything happens you're like okay let's go eat this let's go get that like it's it's never just you know like we can have a good time without it being about food without us having to go eat something yeah and so then you just end up you know like not have not being in control of like what's happening everything is happening so quickly yeah very yeah. much um, i think like the external environment is has a lot of effect on how we view our bodies and our food right so be it yeah. even looking at the mirror looking at the mirror like really fucks you up to begin with you know especially when you're struggling with your body but when you have like people come up and tell you similar things it gets even worse so, like mm-hmm. we just want to know how like your family your relatives your friends and i guess just like even random people on the internet how they affected your um relationship yeah So I the thing with me is like I've always been a little overweight since I hit puberty because of which like it wasn't just family like it was doctors telling me that I need to lose weight so mm-hmm. at any stage like I like I couldn't distinguish between whether like my friends and family like they would say like yeah we wanted for your health but mm-hmm. like, like there were a lot of people who would say like oh we want you to be healthy but like 
I don't know if that was the place they were coming from. Right. So it was definitely hard because there were a lot of bullies in high school. I'm sure like their goal was not <laughs> to make me healthy, right? Healthy. Like, there was, like, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, my when my when my parents would share that concern about it, like I would understand where they're coming from, and they've been incredibly supportive. So mm-hmm. I've been very lucky with that. But then there were a lot of people outside of just like my parents and my like closest friends who used to make comments about it constantly. Like if I wanted to have a snack, they'd be like, oh, don't you think you've already eaten too much? Or mm-hmm. don't you think you need to start controlling how you're eating? Don't you think you should work out more? And um, yeah, the, 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 I think those comments have just always been there. Like I remember before I hit puberty, I was really skinny. And then that was also like an issue for a lot of people. Like yeah. I don't think there's like any winning here. But I, think, <laughs> um, but I do think like the internet has really helped me uh, because I didn't, I wouldn't have recognized that like I am, uh, I had an unhealthy relationship with food uh until I'd heard like a lot of people speaking up about it. And I think these mm-hmm. days there are a lot of people opening about uh, opening up about it. I follow a few like pages on Instagram and stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. talk about eating disorders. And um, I just feel like a lot of this behavior is normalized. And mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I think. So that's why getting out of it becomes hard because you can't even recognize that you have a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think, yeah, like my parents and like a few friends, like all of them have helped. And like I said, it's always been a little strange because for me, like a lot of the things had to do with like medical reasons. So they'd be like, yeah, you mm-hmm. need to lose weight for this. You need to lo- you yeah. lose weight for that. Right. So it was just a little complicated. Yeah. So I think that um, when obviously when medical professionals ask you to lose weight or ask you to fix your diet in a, a certain extent, uh, as much as you want to listen to them, it also becomes very hard because uh, like there's so many things around you and it can get really daunting because you know, like mm-hmm. you're, you're worried about how you look, you're worried about what you eat. And if you're not doing, if you're not in a very good place mentally, you're like, you know, I know I want to be healthy, but like, I also really want to eat this right now. Like, I really want to just have a good time. Even Mm -hmm. if it's like temporary, goes away in 10 minutes and you end up regretting that you ate it like after that. Even if all of that's the case, I think it's it's still very difficult to even listen to um, people who are genuinely there to help you. I think it's it's not as easy as people might think. Like, I know a lot of people uh, recommend getting help and I, I completely agree with you. Like, it's changed the way I have my relationship with relationship with food but mm-hmm. I think it's also important to understand that it's not going to be easy like it's going to be a lot of back and yeah. forth and yeah. there'll be times where you know it's right for you but you just can't get yourself to do it so yeah yeah I fully like relate with the people saying they're concerned for you when they're not concerned for you at all they just want to pass comments because I had a situation where I lost a lot of weight and even though that should have been concerning, people just tend to believe that smaller bodies are healthier. Mm-hmm. So no one ever commented on it. They were just like, you go, girl. Yeah, for sure. Like, I knew people who would, uh, you know, why don't you come eat this with us? Why don't you have that? Why don't you have this? Like, even if it was junk foods, which is not particularly healthy. So, like, at times like those, like, it's not like they were advocating for, like, health. Right. It's just that, like when it came to my body it was easy to be like okay but you need to work on it like yeah you know so mm-hmm. you can tell sometimes whether it's stemming out of concern or just yeah just the need to pass something yeah. because mm-hmm. if, if it was health it was really that concern like you would see it in their lifestyle too you would see it in the things that they want you to change about mm-hmm. yeah. no yeah. I totally get that because I face that with my family in particular because I was I kind of lost a lot of weight because I well my eating disorder kind of just got really bad after a bit and I remember I used to look at the mirror and I used to still consider myself, quote unquote, fat, although fat's not negative in any way. 
and mm-hmm. I, I still look yeah. at like videos and pictures of myself now and I'm like dude I was like not healthy and the people around me never made me feel like I was unhealthy they were like that's great that you're fit you know you're taking care of yourself but mm-hmm. I really wasn't I was doing the exact opposite and now people have this issue with me because I'm trying to gain some weight back and they're like well that's enough you shouldn't gain more weight and it's so frustrating because you can never win it's my yeah. body but they have an opinion mm-hmm. you can yeah, never I agree win. absolutely and I think I think for me like it, it, it did stem from there like on, I don't think individually I started seeing any issues with my body until other people started finding mm-hmm. flaws with it mm-hmm. yeah. and like then you find like unhealthy ways to cope with it 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, like, on top of that, just want to ask, how do you separate, like, good eating versus bad eating in your experience? Uh, so, lately, uh, what I've started realizing is when you eat and you're content with it and mm-hmm. it, you don't feel... in you're eating not out, of, not out of a place of guilt or frustration or yeah. any kind of... I don't know, just not having a negative connotation when you look at food. It's like, you know, you're eating because, okay, I'm hungry. I want, I need to fuel my body. I'm going to eat what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yes, maybe it's junk. Maybe it's, maybe it's a chocolate bar sometimes. But after eating yeah. it, instead of feeling, I don't know, like the world's weight on me, like it's just, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like you've eaten it, you can move on. It's it's not yeah. the world. And I think... Yeah. Uh, I think that stage is good eating. Uh, of course, I do think good eating also has a lot to do with like getting the right amount of nutrients and all of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like eating healthy, basically. But apart from that, as as far as like my eating disorder is concerned, I feel like healthy eating is just also when I don't, I'm not eating out of a bad place. Like I'm eating right. because I want to eat and, you know, I'm fueling my body and I feel good about it afterwards. I don't feel mm-hmm. really shitty about myself. Right. I feel like with healthy eating now, mm-hmm. there's like this entire mm-hmm. thing where everyone just like overanalyzes every single thing that they take in, you know? Yeah. You're not going to eat carbs. Mm-hmm. You're only going to eat protein. On top of that, you're going to have like X amount of protein powder. And they just yeah, like put mm-hmm. so much around certain and then like the healthiness yeah. kind of quotient kind of just goes away, you know? Yeah, like just because you're eating healthy food quote-unquote like you're eating like homemade food or like salad or just healthy stuff if you're eating it with a negative connotation in mind and it's not really healthy in the yeah. end is it mm-hmm. yeah no completely i completely agree i feel like uh it like healthy eating is really glorified on social media it's like okay mm-hmm. like yeah you, haven't you seen those posts where they're like what to eat what not to eat like that yeah you know, it, it, it doesn't make any sense because you know we're not living the same life we're not we're not we don't have the same body like we have different lifestyles yeah. but then mm-hmm. somehow you yeah. end up comparing and then you're like okay like this person has four tablespoons of grain in a meal like i'm having more <laughs> like that's a little concerning yeah. and i think that's when it becomes and I think that's where, like, for me, seeking, like, professional help really helped me because my mm-hmm. doctor did work with, so, like, my nutritionist was a doctor. She did work with my existing lifestyle. You know, she wasn't right. like, yeah. okay, like, every, like, these models in the world eat, like, this, <laughs> like you know, broccoli mm-hmm. every day. So you need to eat broccoli every yeah. day. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, yeah. a situation like that. And um, also, I think it's very hard for us, to, like, if when you're in a situation like this, to tell what's good for you and what's not good for you. So yeah, I do think sometimes, like, you you do need a little help from outside to tell you at least when you're in a when you're in a really vulnerable position it's very hard to tell yourself okay like this is bad this is good and and yeah. even if you end up 
you kind of end up having this like all or nothing mindset it's like okay today i had a burger so mm-hmm. i might as like mm-hmm. if i if it's already messed up like i might as well just have pizza for dinner and just like right. you know it's never like yeah. okay i've had a meal it may not have been the healthiest but like i can continue like it's not the mm-hmm. yeah. you don't have to yeah. you don't have to spiral down every time you make um, an unhealthy choice you know mm-hmm. it's yeah. okay to from there i think that's such an important point because when you are in that mindset of disordered eating you you like no matter how hard you try you don't actually know what's good for you because you're not speaking from an unbiased point yeah for sure yeah. i think that uh people at, at least those around you like i think unsolicited advice is not something that anyone needs right yes. now so if you mm-hmm. are not a medical professional if you you know if you don't know anything about nutrition like and you know somebody who's kind of struggling with an eating disorder like telling them what's good for them and not is yeah. not a, you know like even after i started like my healthy eating journey a lot of friends have approached me they're like okay what do you eat in a day like you know like mm-hmm. you are like a little healthier now like you are you are yeah. starting to eat all three meals like what do you eat mm-hmm. now like i also want to change and i the only thing i can tell them is like don't do that like don't follow mm-hmm. what i'm following like the whole yeah. point of this was you know like i found Absolutely. something that works for me mm-hmm. so even if it's healthy like even if i'm eating like a salad bowl like i don't want you to just copy that because that's not that be not me what you need right so i think yeah. i don't think like you need like you know nobody would nobody can know what's good for anybody else body, so it's just yeah. best if yeah. uh if you just avoid that kind of like those kind of conversations altogether and yeah, I, think i think it's great the fact that you've got like professional help because um everyone thinks that with eating you can just figure it out yourself yep. when your mindset changes but a lot of the time yeah. you just don't know what to eat or like to not eat you know because yeah. you're just stuck in this cycle where you're like i can't eat xyz but i can eat this mm-hmm. thing and it's really hard to get out of that mentality unless someone puts it on you saying that if you want to get better you, there comes a point where mm-hmm. your mind is just not strong enough to carry it on for you so Absolutely. it's great that you got professional yeah. help actually no for sure like i think self diagnosing is very dangerous like uh-huh. telling yourself mm-hmm. that broccoli is good or like kale yeah, is good or i don't know like capsicum is good for you which <laughs> yeah like i'm sure like you've read about i'm not i'm not saying it's baseless but it's just that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. there's definitely more to it that you need to consider you know like i know a lot yeah. of people who they're like okay 21 day like i'm not going to eat sugar i'm not going to i'm not going to drink alcohol like whatever the yeah. those things are those are yeah. not bad things to do but it's it's not it's not like an effective long term yeah. you know no, recovery for yeah. like your relationship with food it's just a and like those things don't really help so i think coming up with a system and 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 i think one thing that a lot of people forget is your relationship with food is not isolated it's yeah it's, you know your sleep your everything like everything mm-hmm. is tied to it you know the amount of water yeah. you consume in a day your yeah. physical health like working out or like um mm-hmm. even just like your you know your period cycle like all of those things are so yeah. interconnected to one another mm-hmm. that it's not possible for somebody who hasn't like who isn't a professional to just assume that okay if i eat this like my sleep will get better and this will get better yeah. and like my period cycles are going to start showing up mm-hmm. regularly like yeah. those things are not things you can just predict that are going to happen other thing might need to fix in your life and mm-hmm. it, it kind of goes together it's not possible to do it um in isolation yeah yeah when i fixed my relationship with food i assumed that automatically like instantly get my period back i was like oh i fixed it it should just be back now but there's just so much work you have to put into it and people are always giving you so much unsolicited advice and you're already getting help 
and people mm-hmm. were actually exactly. come and contradict the help that you've gotten because apparently they know so much better mm-hmm. and even if it's coming out of a place of you know genuinely wanting to help you like when you're not really aware of what exactly the person is going through it's not really a place for you to come and help you know mm-hmm. yeah i agree yeah. i feel like if you really want to help someone like recommend doctors to them like ask them to work on their relationship with their body and their food mm-hmm. better and not just from like a food point of view not just like you need to start eating this way eating you this. need to yeah. work if you do surya namaskar every day like it's it's not about that right it's yeah like you need to tell them that there's I don't know. It's it's a huge thing. Like it's your it's almost like your entire life. And like anyone yeah. with an eating disorder knows, like it consumes like ninety percent of your day. Like as mm-hmm. much as you hate to think about it, like every second of the day, you are thinking about food or you are yeah. thinking about your body or like it just somehow always ties down to that. So like yeah. asking someone to just change certain aspects of their life, it's it's not gonna happen. It's not like a day thing. Yeah. It's not like a month thing. Like it takes a really long time. and yeah. uh, it's it's yeah. not linear either like it's very back and forth like there are days like mm-hmm. even today that i go back and i eat like junk the whole day and i feel guilty about it and then i have to like yeah. consciously stop myself and i'm like you know it's okay like it's okay that you didn't eat mm-hmm. healthy today or you didn't work out today like that doesn't yeah. make you a bad person that doesn't make you you know it's okay to kind of continue mm-hmm. from the next day and i think yeah i think mm-hmm. it's a, it's a i mean like, I, you guys have said it um in the last episode it's a very complicated relationship yeah. and you can't like reduce mm-hmm. it to just food yeah i yeah. also feel like when you get into working out a lot that also starts playing part in your entire journey because you're like if i don't work out today my results are not going to show and then you end up working mm-hmm. out 6 7 days a week and if you, especially when you're doing like really hardcore training every single day it can be just so detrimental for your body yeah it really it really really can Yeah, I know I agree and I would also do this thing where like every morning I would check my weight to see if oh. yesterday's progress was like a, like if I've made progress or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying it didn't help like there were times where I was able to kind of analyze what I was doing but like a mo- mm-hmm. it just meant that like every morning I would wake up with the thought of okay I need to see if I'm like on a good track today like I need to see what mm-hmm. I'm yeah. allowed to eat for the rest of the day because based on my weight. Yeah. Because if yeah. I've seen that I've gained weight I'm going to be like okay today I need to cut out the sugar i need to cut this out. like that's not a healthy way to yeah. yeah anything sustainable it's just yeah. so crazy how something so you know basic a need of ours which is so basic has so much control over our minds and our bodies and our entire lives it's just mm-hmm. so scary because from the beginning we've always needed food for sustenance nothing more nothing less and yeah. now like so there's so many so many people who unknowingly go through this entire life in which they hate the way they eat certain things and they hate the way they eat a lot of things because i i've seen my aunt have an issue with eating my aunt who's mm-hmm. 45 years old jed it's it's so insane because in her mind she thinks that whatever she's doing makes sense and it's totally fine mm-hmm. it's justified but from an outsider's point of view it's so scary that she thinks yeah. of herself like that because society expects her to look at herself like that you know a lot of eating disorder habits are super super normalized in everyday life like mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like restricting if you are restricting food then it's assumed that you know you're doing the right thing you're trying to be healthy and you're you know focusing on the correct things even if you're just restricting insane amount which is super unsustainable 
And if you're binge eating, most people I feel don't understand what binge eating is. I feel like most people just mm-hmm. say stuff like "just stop eating," which is the same as saying "just stop." Come on, just drink. Yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. No, absolutely. And I also feel like when you're say you're in a public setting with other people, like they you're expected to act a certain way, and they like they give you certain. Um, mm-hmm. So let's say like you're at a, like I don't know like you're at a friend's place, like somebody's made lunch. And if you say that you can't have more than what you have, like it's just everyone like no no have more have more like mm-hmm. I know that's coming from a good place like they want you yeah. to eat more, but sometimes it's I think it's very hard for people to understand that like it's triggering certain things for certain people mm-hmm. who might not be comfortable with that, yeah. right? And yeah, it's a, because it's a struggle that they're dealing with every day, and if they're in a place to not accept certain food or not eat particular, I don't think people should take that personally. I feel like yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. because if it's something like. Like I don't know, like you know, if somebody has dealt with sobriety or like some sort of mm-hmm. alcoholism, like you wouldn't force them to take a drink, right? You wouldn't say, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be like, no, no, it's okay, it's just one night. Just like, one drink. But people don't realize mm-hmm. like it's just as unhealthy with food. Like they don't tell you if you tell them you don't want to eat junk tonight. If you tell them you're happy with not eating something, you're happy with just mm-hmm. eating a little bit. You don't want to, you don't want a second serving. I think people need to be more understanding that like. you know like they have made the decision to eat that like just respect it like you don't have to yeah force them to have more than that and i, mean, I, I always that- yeah you can always show like slight amounts of concern be like are you sure you know you just want to make sure you're fine but i think that's where it stops you shouldn't yeah. dive more deep into it and expect them to tell them about your trauma and everything because that's not going to happen <laughs> so you know i, I think no i just really wish respect everyone's food choices like if you are really concerned for them you can always take them aside and be like is everything all right i felt like you know mm-hmm. something was not okay at the table but i feel like especially in a lot of indian families like especially when i go out to like my friends homes or anything a lot of the times like i know it's coming from a place of love but people will be like you haven't eaten anything you haven't eaten anything at all i'm going to give you more i'm going to give you more and then like it's just a really stressful position for me to be in from my relationship with what food has been like and it's not something you can always explain to people so i just feel like it's so much easier to just respect um people's food choices yeah absolutely like there are days that you might just not want to eat as much and that's perfectly fine like you may not just be that hungry and you are at, like you are outside eating with someone and it's okay if you're not able to finish what you've ordered it's okay if you're not able to it's okay if you want to just not eat sometimes and i don't think a lot of people recognize that like it's just it it just like you're just always forced into it it's just okay okay mm. have more have more like or don't yeah. eat yeah. like you're eating yeah. like why don't you just yeah. let people eat like when they're content and then yeah leave it at that you know yeah um mm-hmm. yeah and i think what you said about like uh if if you are concerned i think that's a great point like you can reach out to them personally like, don't do it like in yeah. front of everyone yeah, at the exactly. table like don't <laughs> continuously like push them and say okay have more have more like it's i think it just uh, it's just it's just a little unfair because yeah. as it is like it takes up so much time in your day and like sometimes mm-hmm. you, you just don't want to talk about food sometimes you don't want to talk about your body and like if those are topics yeah. of conversation in every meal that you have um, yeah it, it, it can really drive you away from food more yeah. yeah it really does and it'd be the same people who are concerned for you so it's like you know i know you're concerned for me but this is not the way that yeah. we should go about it yeah exactly like this is not the approach to make it better yeah but mm-hmm. i do have some friends who did personally reach out to me and they were like hey i've noticed things haven't been great is it okay and i really appreciated that because that was actually helpful 
but mm-hmm. like you know in front of like 20 people if you're just going to look at my plate and say i'm not eating enough or i'm eating too much that's not helpful yeah and then they like start yeah. joking about it yeah and you have to laugh and because they, you don't know what they're I'm like doing. oh she doesn't want to eat because she's trying to get skinny and it's like why are you saying that it's not funny <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. it it really isn't it's also even if i was trying to get skinny even if i was trying to put on weight yeah it's not for you to debate that it's not for you to say okay you're dieting for this like you know like if i wanted to <laughs> tell you like i would if, if i actually was exactly. on a diet like i would just tell you and if i was comfortable enough yeah. sharing that with you it's not something exactly. you have to like yeah like pick out of yeah yeah mm-hmm. i feel like we should touch upon um recovery so what yeah. has your journey to recovery been like what does recovery mean to you so around march of this year is when i started uh uh like my relationship with food got a little better since then mm-hmm. and uh basically that's when i started uh, seeking like you know professional help like i was working with a doctor a nutritionist who was mm-hmm. um kind of so what how it started off was i was just in firstly i i do understand what i was going through so like i was just documenting what i was eating every day mm-hmm. like all, like not just eating but like you know all other aspects like sleep and like water intake and mm-hmm. exercise all of that just to kind of understand yeah. like my position with my Food, like my relationship with food and like my body and all of that right now mm-hmm. and once that happened then like it was quite alarming to me because i didn't realize i was doing it mm-hmm. uh, and like that's when it and i think that's that was kind of the starting point for me because i was like you know what i want to get better like this is not a good place yeah. that i'm in right now because when i first yeah. got uh, like uh, professional it was not entirely because i wanted to do it it was just like you know the doctor told me uh you know mm-hmm. you need to lose weight for medical reasons so just consult someone like get so right. it wasn't out of a place that like i went out of my way to get it done so right. but then once i started once i you know got a, like a larger picture of what i was going through that's when i i realized that uh okay like th- this is definitely a problem and i'm really glad that like now i have the opportunity to correct that and yeah. Uh, so yeah then it you know it started one by one i was like you know cut down from like 12 meals of junk to like 10 meals a week like whatever like you slowly mm-hmm. start to reduce it you start to include more like nutrition in your meals like it's even if i'm eating now like i'm very conscious i'm like okay you know what i need protein in a day like it's something that i need in a day not maybe not necessarily in terms of like grams or like anything yeah. like that but yeah. just in general like i've started realizing okay these are the things that i need and like, i do need Yeah. Yeah, I do need like a little bit of grain. I do need a little bit of protein. I do need a little bit of vegetables. So, mm-hmm. then I started and that's when i started cook, like i started like cooking a lot so then mm-hmm. it just like it started getting exciting for me because i was like you know what, i'm going to make a meal that's like balanced it has yeah. <laughs> all of it and and that's kind of when how it started getting a little better for me so i i started enjoying the process of eating healthy uh and i think that was a good place mm-hmm. to be but then of course i i do want to say that there were a lot of days where it was very very difficult like i would go back yeah. and it's mm-hmm. still it's still till today i mean it's only been like 4 5 months so it's not like I can say that I'm 100% like in a great place relationship with food. Like there are days like once in a while where I feel guilty and I feel like I shouldn't like I haven't eaten enough or I haven't mm-hmm. and I think those those things don't right. go away. Uh, although yeah. I I do think it's gotten much better from before. But yeah. there was a point uh, in the beginning of, you know, uh my journey with like in my recovery journey where I was so conscious of everything. Like I was checking my weight every day. I was mm-hmm. Uh, checking mm-hmm. how many grams of everything i was eating and it right. came to the point where i was scared to admit if i because i told everyone i was like you know what my relationship with food is getting better like it's getting better it's getting better yeah. and like every time it wouldn't like i would be so scared 
to tell yeah. people that because yeah. I was like you know that's gonna make it seem like I feel like I I like very recently yeah. like I think like three four months back like I I bought a chocolate bar and I hid it underneath my top to bring it home because I was like <laughs> I just don't want to tell them that I'm eating chocolate even though it's not a big yeah. deal they wouldn't have said anything. Yeah. yeah, but I just felt so guilty about it, which is no, which I shouldn't, right? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, to, like, yeah, you should like, share your you know. story with people, but at the same time, you don't like owe it to them, owe it to them, to yeah. keep up with it. You know, sometimes yeah. it gets bad, and that's exactly. The end and it. this is like this is in my joint, like this is during my recovery journey. It is when in a place mm-hmm. where I am in a mentally yeah. better place with food, but it's still like there are days where I'm like, you know what, I really want something. Like, I'm really craving something unhealthy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. Yeah. I just like I felt so guilty. Like, I mean, I'm 20 years old. Like I'm hiding a chocolate bar underneath <laughs> my top to go home. Like it's the strangest thing if you really think about it. But yeah. uh, but it can, like, like it would consume like me so much, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I think like, I, I, I yeah. If, if there's anything like I want people to know about recovery is that it's not like a it's not like there'll be there's there's no like solution. It's not like one day you're gonna discover something and then it's just gonna change your life. Mm. Yeah. It's a very everyday conscious. Like every meal, you have to consciously make certain. Things. You have to, yeah. You no, know, like in your brain, you you have to compartmentalize certain emotions and feelings, and you have to start. I think it's a very mm-hmm. difficult process, which a lot of which I which is also why I feel like a lot of people don't want to get help because mm. it's it's so yeah. daunting. Like the idea of like re because your diet is something that you've had since you're a child, right? Yeah. yeah. Like being in a position where you can't just. Mm-hmm. you just don't have control of it is very scary like not being yeah. able to do anything that you want and having to like think about things so uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, i think it's a very back and forth process but i don't think that that's a bad thing like it's i don't not. think people should look yeah. at that as oh my god like i'm not going to ever get better that's not true like you will it just it's not. a little yeah, yeah. it yeah. just takes yeah. time like when i first got into recovery like i had like a week where i went backwards it wasn't a week that i was at my best relationship with food and i was so like guilty to tell anyone that hey i'm having a bad time this week because i was like no you told them you're in recovery you can't now have a bad time but you can because recovery is an everyday process it's not going to yeah. be you know a 10 on 10 day every single day mm-hmm. exactly exactly and i feel like people yeah, think i remember yeah i remember like crying after certain meals because i told my friends that hey guys i'm doing great with my food but i would be at the dinner table like almost like literally choking <laughs> i would be like fuck i don't want to eat right now but i have to eat because i told everyone i'm doing okay and then i would yeah, force exactly. myself to eat exactly. i would go into the bathroom and i would literally cry i'd be like i want to purge but i know that's not the right thing yeah so it was like 3 hours of just choking and crying and like bawling my eyes out so mm-hmm. it's it's just such a difficult process and it shouldn't be that's the thing it shouldn't be but it's so difficult yeah i feel like we have to always remember that recovery is about you it's not about anyone else in your life so even mm-hmm. though everyone else in your life is happy to see you recovering you don't owe it to them to be recovered you owe it to yourself to be recovered and that's it no matter how long that takes or what the process looks like You know, you don't owe it to anyone else to be like, "Hey, look, I'm perfectly fine now." Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's no need to put so much pressure on yourself because mm-hmm. any relationship, like even if it's a relationship with another person, like the, you are gonna have good days, you are gonna have bad days, and I think the same mm-hmm. thing needs to be remembered. Like when you're in your relationship with food, like there are gonna be days where you you feel like you know, like, "Wow, I'm doing great. I'm really healthy." Mm-hmm. But there are gonna be days that are yeah. bad, and that's that's fine. Like that's that 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 doesn't. mean that you haven't recovered that doesn't mean that you are in a worse position than you started off yeah it just means that like it's normal like that's like you know like you're human like these things happen 
Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I feel like we can end now with bringing up our last topic, which is what advice would you like to give anyone going through the same journey? Apart from all that you've already given. Yeah. Um, I would say that uh, firstly, and I think this is the most important thing, whether you're in recovery, whether you're in, whether you're not, whether you're still in the process of discovering that you might have a problem, like just don't mm-hmm. put pressure on yourself worrying about it because even if you do have a problem, even if it's severe, even if you aren't doing your best right now, that's, it's a completely normal position to be in. You know, it's okay to admit that. I feel like, that's where a lot of a lot of people are scared to admit that they might have a bad relationship with food mm-hmm. like they're scared to admit that you know like they're in recovery and they made a mistake mm-hmm. or something like that and i feel like uh, firstly like getting that pressure off is the first way where you'd even be in a position where you're okay to get help but you're okay to seek help from other people yeah and, yeah yeah and i think this most the, the second and like i think this is the most important this has been the most important thing for me like don't look at food in isolation like if you want to be healthy you'll have to work on your body, not just with your food, with everything in your life. And yeah. the second you start looking at food as like an individual identity, of just it's just like, okay, I'm having a bad day, I'm going to have food. But like, what about there's so many other things you can do if you're having a bad day? Like start to, you know, like I started to find things to do outside of food. Like if I wanted to celebrate, mm-hmm. I don't always need a cake, you know? If mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, And it's okay to, I'm not saying that these are bad things. I'm not saying like eating junk is bad. I'm just saying if you're in a place where you've, struggled with eating too much junk food and if you're trying to recover from that it's yeah. like it's okay to find happiness in other things and like it's okay to and I think it's important also to start detaching emotions from food like as much oh, as you can mm-hmm. because um and not just negative emotions even good emotions like when you're happy you shouldn't have mm-hmm. to eat ice cream like you can be happy without yeah. that you know yeah you can you can you can, once your exams are over you don't need to go and eat like you don't need to go eat pizza with your friends you can <laughs> do something else and I feel like because these things tend to get really normalized like every time you're like making plans with your friends also like okay like let's celebrate let's go out and eat something like it's never let's go and do something else right yeah just even just finding activities outside of food can help make food such a huge part of your day because right now everything revolves around it like everything in my life at least was revolving around it like every time I go out every time I was at home it was just never not about food yeah and everything is literally hitting me right now i'm like Same. So <laughs> it's like since eighth grade we've been making plans to always go out for I lunch after the exams and i'm <laughs> like you can just make other plans and i was like oh my god you can <laughs> right exactly and i think it's it's, it's a very diff- like difficult realization but i think once once people have made that realization that they can live outside of food they can live a, not not outside like you know, you know what i'm saying like you can mm-hmm. live yeah. a life outside of thinking about food all the time yeah uh, yeah dude you just you just feel so much better you're like you know what like there's more to life than just what i'm eating in a day there's more to life than just whether i'm in a good place with my food or not and yeah i think uh, those are just a f- few of the things but most important like do get help if you can it's changed my relationship with food completely like don't try and self-diagnose like if you are in the position to even just consult a doctor you don't need like a full-time mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah, if, you have, if your friend's yeah. mom or like friend's dad is a doctor, be it a pediatrician, self, just be like, hey, I'm struggling. Is there any one thing that you can tell me that will help me in my journey? It's really yeah. that easy. And I know it's really hard for a lot of people to get help. It was really hard for me to get help. In fact, I honestly never got help. Um, I just like spoke to my pediatrician when my mom was not around. <laughs> 
you know <laughs> but yeah, you just you need to find ways and sometimes i feel like self diagnosing is the only way you can actually understand that you're not okay because you don't have the means you don't have parents who are understanding um and like everything around therapy is already really expensive so i com- yeah i completely so don't yeah. believe everything at face value that you see on the internet you might need to do like much more research go into more detail but if you really want to understand why you're behaving the way you're behaving with a lot of aspects in your life the key is if you can't get help please do a lot of research do not just go on like the mayo clinic and be like yeah. okay they say i'm not yeah. okay yeah i'm not okay fine mm-hmm. take it take that diagnosis that you have from it and then research on it see if every single thing checks out or like majority of the things check out and then you can you know come to a conclusion yeah but to everyone who can afford to get help i would say please don't be scared to get help because mm-hmm. it is scary and i didn't want to do it at first i'm sure namita didn't want to do it at first but getting help really like changes your entire life like it's not something to be ashamed about like yeah, yeah if anything like it, it just it just makes you feel better about yourself so if, yeah. if nothing else do it for the sake of that you know like just to feel Absolutely. better about yourself like your relationship with food will fix will start fixing itself as you go through the entire journey but mm-hmm. um you know um try to have that conversation if if possible with like uh, i think she mentioned with your parents or with like fr- friends doctors like anybody who you might know because yeah. uh uh it, it is an important discussion to have like it's, it's the same thing i said before like if somebody is struggling with alcoholism like if somebody is uh, struggling with something it's very easy to tell patterns but with eating disorders people yeah. don't like it's so normalized that people won't even look out for it or like point it out yeah. all the time yeah. unless it's in like a condescending kind of way like a lot of people <laughs> yeah. won't so it, it is something you'll have to question yourself it's it it's not always that like there'll be somebody outside who can tell you that there's an issue there's a problem or like you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so i feel like we should end with the same point we ended last time that <laughs> what am i going to say do you know what i'm going to say food doesn't control you you control food babe <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i think that i think that's such an important point like It, it it sounds crazy that like we have to state it all the time but like that's how mm-hmm. your brain works like you're always yeah. thinking like it really doesn't like you control that and yeah yeah that's i think that's like the most important takeaway from mm-hmm. this 100% so thank you so much namrita for joining us and sharing your story with us and all the people who listen to us it's really nice of you and we hope that we created a safe space for you um yeah Absolutely yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I think what you guys are doing is great. Um uh, when I was in high school um there were in a lot of conversations about eating disorders it's something that I discovered very mm-hmm. recently and a lot of it through mm-hmm. the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even just like for people around you like to know that you know there are people talking about this there are people who go through this on an everyday basis. I think just knowing that does give you some like the assurance that like it's okay, it's going to be okay like you're not the mm-hmm. only one experiencing that so yeah. i think what you guys are doing is wonderful so thank you so much for having me thank you thank you yeah okay bye guys bye bye